Warning, this episode contains strong language. There's something about the way she's blushing. You can tell she isn't sure. Let you know she's up to something. She's never done before. Tonight she wants a whole stranger. Welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Join me and a famous guest every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We discuss their career, life, food, Texas, and everything in between. Let's get started. episode of the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Okay, my guest today is Clay Walker. Amazing musician, singer, songwriter. Had such a great time with Clay. Just a really good back and forth. Like we're just sitting on a back porch somewhere, having a couple beers. You know, he had his guitar with them the whole time. Just like, that's what you do when you're sitting around with someone. They'll just, they'll literally have the guitar on their lap for an hour and never touch it or just be fiddling with strings. And it just felt very hangout. I loved it. It was just awesome. Reminded me of all those nights of just, you know, hanging out with my friends with the guitars and, and just chilling. So, and he, and he played um, his new single, uh, you know, this, you know, acoustic broken down version, you know, unplugged, just... It was amazing. Okay, I'm going to tell you this is one of the best performances we've had on the show by far. It was just absolutely amazing. Um, I always love it when an artist will play a song on the podcast. I just love it. So, yeah, it was so cool. Um, I just really enjoy Clay. Can't wait to have him back on um, for sure. So, enjoy the episodes. Really amazing. Clay Walker. And, um, and yeah, it's got a new albums, got new songs coming out. So, you know, check them out okay please listen to the podcast you're gonna enjoy it and um, yeah as always don't forget check us out online you can go to um, thelonestarplay.com find out anything and everything about us okay so let's get to the episode right enough of me chatting i'm gonna start breaking down these intros less and less just get to it so clay walker great episode don't forget listen to the end hear his great live performance of his brand new song. So here we go, Clay Walker, enjoy. How you doing today, Clay? Thank you, uh, thank you so much, man, for joining us. I, I know we don't have uh, too, too much time, but I think plenty of time to get a, a cool conversation in. So I'm really excited to talk to you, man. I've been listening to your, your new single that just came out. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> God, dude, it's so good. I mean, I listened to it on repeat like four times just the first time i heard it right just the first time i was like wow okay let's let's listen to that again and then it was like damn that, what a great song clay like holy cow it, that is well i'm, I'm flattered thank you it, it's uh i guess the song is fitting for today's time yeah right? we all need a bar <laughs> we we do and often yeah <laughs> Man, I tell you, in my business, uh, it's it's really like uh, there are no words. You know, we're we're not we're not able to go out and do concerts, even if you wanted to. And, yeah, crazy. Uh, it's really, 
Yeah. yeah. I was talking to my agent today going, you know, what do you think about all the the dates that are on the books next year? You know, you think we'll be, we'll be playing those. And he was like, I don't, I don't know. You know so, but it does, you know, I can't wait to get back out there. All of us in the music business and live entertainment are, are going through the same thing, but sure. it is important to be safe. You know, there's, there's no doubt, you know, that, that uh, COVID is dangerous and um, I don't know how dangerous, of course, I don't know who does, but uh, yeah, good point. It'd be great if we could figure out, you know, figure that piece of it out sooner than later. And, and uh, but I'm not, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm alive. I haven't had COVID. <laughs> so I'm pretty, I'm, I hear I'm pretty that. Things, that. right? That's awesome. That's How about hilarious. you? Yeah, same thing. Have, have you had COVID? No, no, I uh, have not had it. Thank God. Um, no one in my family, at least no one in my direct family has had it. Um, but I have known people that have gotten it and extended family members that have gotten it. And, uh, you know, everyone's had a different reaction. Some very serious, to be frank with you. You know, not not going to lie. I mean, just that's the, that's the reality of it. So, uh, you know, take my precautions. I'm here in Austin. So, you know, it's it, the city's pretty up and down as far as what's going on and what's happening. And, you know, I think that's the more frustrating part than anything. It's not just the pandemic worrying about this virus that's out there. It's like what we're being told to do or not to do or businesses opening up. You know, I was a small business owner in Austin for many, many years. And so that that's honestly been my biggest concern is small business and, and live, you know, musicians. Got a lot of my friends are musicians as well. So what they're going through and, and how they're trying to support themselves during this time. And it's it's just right. Just a bridge no one has crossed before. So it's just so hard to figure out what to do. You know, music is one of the the best outlets, you know, for people going to live concerts. You're right. I think it's rid of a lot of stress. I think a lot of people have always, you know, gone to concerts and loved it. And that's just, to me, I, I think there's a, there's a piece of this that if we could do it in a, in a safe way, if we can, obviously, yeah, yeah. that people need that outlet right now. And uh, I hope that, that it's sooner than later that, that that comes back around. But we won't lament it. But we just keep pushing forward and making sure that we, if we do it at all, that, that you know, people's lives matter way more than way more than entertainment. So 100%. Uh, but you're right about people need that entertainment as well, right? People that work all week and then they're looking forward to that concert on Friday night. I mean, that gets them through the week, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I, that's, that's been me before, right? And, and lots of my friends or family. So like, you're right. I mean, people need it. People, that's why I'm happy though that a lot of people live stream. They still, they're putting out new songs. They're putting out content so people can take in. And, you know, I love that. I, I love well, that. We're about to shoot the video um, October 22nd for that new song. We all need a bar sometime. And uh, I'm like, well, it's going to be kind of odd doing it with no, no people there. <laughs> I don't know you that know, I've ever been in a bar that didn't have people in it. That, that <laughs> so, is hilarious. Well, I have at the end of the night, right? Like when you're the last. Oh, yeah. What is that? Right. <laughs> That, that's not a good sign when you look around and you're the only one in the bar. Uh, but speaking of videos for that song, I saw the lyric video for that song. Dude, because so, I look, I'm a chef. I've been in the restaurant industry for 15 plus years. Like, first of all, I worked as a waiter and a bartender. Obviously, if everyone starts there, right? And you get there. But I manage bars and that. So the label thing was super cool, man. I thought that was so clever. Uh, just a really clever video. Really, really enjoyed well, we it. we got some smart people around us. And I, I love it. You know, we've got a, we got a guy named Frazier. That, that works for us that's a millennial and just really really into that kind of stuff and in and, and tko uh 
you know, good management team and great song. You got, got to have, you know, I've loved writing it, love co-writing it. And, and it's been, it's been fun. Speaking of working in restaurants and bars and stuff, when I was a kid, um, my mother was a waitress and uh, I was a busboy at the same restaurant. So I, I, wow. I kind of kind of came up, you know, earning it, you know. That's it earning is, it. That is earning yeah. it for sure. So I wrote, my heart really goes out, you know, to those businesses, those restaurant businesses. I heard of something else too that that uh, you know Broadway in New York. If you can believe it, it's going to be dark until May. And uh, wow, I mean, I just, I just, I hope that people are are looking out for those folks who. Have, have lost their their living lost their way of making or making a living lost their businesses that kind of thing it just it really saddens me i mean we're a strong country and i honestly believe that we're going to bounce back from this and uh, we'll be stronger because of it and we'll be smarter because of it yeah couldn't couldn't have said it better myself my man that's what's your favorite thing to cook you're, you said you're, you're a chef what's your what's your favorite what, give me two someone said okay you're going to enter a contest today. What are your, what are, I know you're interviewing me, but I like yeah. asking because <laughs> I love cooking, right? I love cooking. But sure. uh, what are your favorite things to cook? Uh, yeah, I've entered many contests. I mean, I had a business, you know, a taco. So my, my big thing was tacos. I had a taco truck here. Now we cooked other stuff, but tacos. So I would do like a, my pulled pork taco is like one of the best things you've ever had. I mean, I, hands down, I, I perfected it over years. It, it's, it just, you know, my pulled pork taco. And then I do like, uh, I like to make Spanish tapas because my, my, my truck was called Boca. So there was Spanish influence because I lived in Spain. My wife's from Spain. So, that, you know, I brought that influence with Texas. You know, I grew up in Texas. So I brought it kind of everything together. So I would cook these Spanish tapas. And I do one in particular called patatas bravas, which is really just fried, double fried potatoes that are cubed. Serve with this beautiful tomato sauce that you make that's special. It's called Bravas. That's a, the name of the sauce. And it just means fierce. So it's got a little spice to it. And you put this like alioli over it, which is like a mayonnaise sort of base, right? It's a little bit different because it has garlic. That's why they call it an aioli. And that blended together. It's so simple. A little fresh cut fresh. parsley. It's the most greatest thing. But I can make those those two dishes in particular. They were like cornerstones of my business so i just i made them so much that i'm just i love those dishes there i've seen people's i've seen people's pants fall down after they eat it they're just like so happy well patrick <laughs> I, I i can tell you that uh i just had the best pork taco pulled pork taco i've ever had in my life wow and it was down in past christian mississippi at a place called sea level right like there that. right there on the go and I, like um, I was visiting my in-laws and 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 I could not believe it. So I I, I want to taste your 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 pulled pork uh, taco because we'll make it happen. That's what you said. Yeah, I would love that, man. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, just like right, like writing songs, right? Like it takes time. It takes time. You got to you got to screw up before you become you know get, get something you're proud of you know more than anything right so your wife your wife is from spain that's, yeah that's this awesome so yeah so you you obviously speak some spanish maybe yeah. a lot yeah uh how different is the uh is the is the tex-mex uh spanish as as, as opposed to or compared to uh a spanish spain spanish <laughs> uh, much different uh yeah yeah definitely different it, it's they call it uh 
They call it Castellano in Spain. So that's the that's the name of the Spanish dialect. Now within there, there's different, just like right, just like in America, they got different accents. So the same sort of thing. Yeah, but like uh, azul and azul. Exactly. You know, the, the two exactly. Of... Yep. You got it. Yeah, you're getting it. Yeah, the pronunciation is different, but the the vocabulary is actually quite different as well. So I had to learn this whole new vocabulary. Uh, my mom's from Mexico, so I I knew Spanish growing up, but not like that so it was just a it was a shock I, I mean i'll be honest with you it was a shock I, it was definitely something i had to learn new and now i mean it's like nothing it's in fact my wife and i don't even communicate in english uh, to be frank with you we only speak spanish really yeah 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 yeah, yeah Lo más bueno a los dos. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> I love, my god. I love yeah. Spanish. Right? Yeah. That's all there, man. What's the difference to you in singing in Spanish and English? What what are the differences to you? You know, it just it feels more free to sing in Spanish. Uh I don't know why, just the, the, the yeah. We're not, I, I have no idea, but maybe it's because I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, 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 I'm not trying to create a feeling. I'm thinking about the words, you yeah. know. So <laughs> I don't want to pronounce it. You know, so, uh, but uh, that that song in particular, you know, I, I got to recut that with Freddie Fender, which was uh, one of the highlights of, of of my music career for me. You know, personally, just such an icon and. and uh, but I find that, you know, that Spanish speaking people are uh, are just, you know, Texas is already a friendly state, but sure. it seems like to me the Latinos are, are just super kind and generous and and sincere. And that's a, that's a beautiful thing. Obviously, you, you found that out yourself, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, that's why, you know, Texans and, and Latins can get along so well uh, because it, Texans are friendly as well, right? It's just this whole uh, thing. I think that's why it works so well, you know, to be to be honest with you, you know. Let's talk a little bit about you, where you grew up in Texas. I was looking up, I saw where you grew up. It said, am I pronouncing this right? Vigor? I never heard of that town before. It's just outside of Beaumont? Yeah. Is there, that right? There's, um, yeah, I was, I was born in Beaumont and... Um, Spent my life, you know, in between those two towns, Vider and, and Beaumont. Vi okay, Viger. And, I, <laughs> I didn't know how you to know, pronounce when I was a kid, it. That's that's great. You know, but when I was when I was a kid, growing up there was great. And then, just you know, in in my uh, early adult life, I moved to Houston, and you know, most of my kids have been born in Houston, and and I, I, they kind of adopted me there, and I I, I love it. And it's it's a great great city, and. You, you can get to anywhere in a hurry and uh, you, you, you are going to leave it all. I mean, it's, a, it's great. So, so are you from, from the Austin area or? or no, no. You? I grew up in the DFW uh, area, mid-cities, H-E-B, like uh, Grapevine, Colleyville, that area. Well, man, in, in, anywhere in Texas is great, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter what part of Texas. If you're on the southern tip or, or El Paso or the east or north, wherever you're from, Hereford, Texas, I mean, Texas is Texas. And I agree. 
I agree, man. I agree, man. It's uh, yeah, everywhere across Texas, just a great place to go. Just such a big state, right? Just so much to it. It's just, it's unbelievable. Like really, if you've never, if you're a Texan and you've never driven Texas, like the width of Texas, you're missing out. That's something you need to do because just that experience of, damn, we've been in this car for like how many hours? We are still in Texas. This is absolutely insane. hours we're still going. <laughs> it's, if you, we drove from Beaumont one time to uh, all the way out to West Texas, deer hunting, and I think we drove for 11 hours straight. Like, <laughs> hey, we're, not, we're not there yet. <laughs> totally. Yeah, guys, we haven't yeah. even passed the hill country. Right? It's like... <laughs> Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's absolutely crazy, uh, just the way that is. Uh, so look, let's talk a little bit about, because um, I, I was looking up this story of you. This is really cool, I thought. Well, I, I kind of want to get more backstory for our listeners here, because it, uh, it said that you were discovered in 1992, this is what I looked up, by James Stroud, right? But it, it always says that about people. They were discovered. What does that mean exactly, like you were discovered, like, the, the, you know? you were playing in like a, a bar and they saw you play. I think of that movie with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Um, you know, like that, that's what I think of. Like that's how pe all people get discovered in, in Nashville or, or where was it? Well, well, back then that that's how it was done. You know, um, I was playing at this, this club called the neon armadillo in Beaumont. And, uh, I had already gone out and toured different states, you know, just with like a, you know, a, a suburban and a, and, a, and a trailer, you know, pulling gear around. And I even, I had even played Canada and, you know, I was, I guess I was 20, 22, maybe. And uh, 22, 23. And I, I'd, I'd already been on the road for five years. I graduated high school uh, from Viter when I was 17. And, uh, I didn't go to college. I, I bought, saved up, bought some PA equipment and started, started touring and, and went to Canada. So I had, had a, had some experience and, and I decided that, that I, I wanted to get a record or decided I wanted record deals when I was in high school. And I thought I'm going to go, I'm going to go back home to Texas, settle down in one house job that was in Beaumont at the neon armadillo. And I played five nights a week there. And one night, um, this guy came in and he said, uh, you know, I'm from Opelousas, Louisiana. And he said, I would, because uh, I think you're, you're going to be, you know, some, you know, a star. And, you know, I'd heard that before, you know, but, but most of the time someone's talking to you in a bar like that, you're not, you're not believing it. <laughs> But he said, uh, I'm going to send somebody to see you in a week from now. He said, they're going to come in here. And uh, he said, and, and, and I think they're going to find you very, very um, interesting and uh, potentially, you know, sign you to a record deal. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I literally, I wasn't, I wasn't believing it at that point. And sure enough, a week later, in comes James Stroud. Uh, with um, some of his record label, I knew exactly. I mean, I, I I'd never met him before, but you know, I was a huge Clint Black fan and at that time. He was he was producing Clint Black and oh, wow. and other acts, other really big acts. And he 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 saw me sing, and then he sat down with me a little bit, you know, and said, you know, I, I really I really think that you have uh, you have what it takes, and 
but you come to Nashville and that was September of, uh, of 92. And I went to Nashville and we started recording and I, I wrote that first album and most of those songs on our road. And, and, you know, it was, it was, it was just surreal being in, in, in Nashville, in a studio with a guy like that and a band that, you know, you can't even imagine how good these musicians are that play on these records. It's they're phenoms, all yeah. of them. And, you know, I, I play guitar, play piano, I, I sing, but when you, when you see people, you realize that it's a degree of talent. It's a level that is, you, you can't fathom it. And so I got to see, see and be part of that. And then of course I had a song called live until I die, which was, uh, I wrote that when I was 17 and it was really written about my life, my autobiography and, and that fiddle intro. And to this day, you know, when I hear that song on the radio or on wherever I hear it streaming or, or wherever, you know, I, I, I get, I get goosebumps, you know, for getting to live a dream. But that's really, that's really how it, how it started. It, someone came in, saw me singing, but I, you know, it's not that easy, yeah. meaning there was an opportunity there. But if I wouldn't have been prepared, you know, that, that five years, that five or six years that I took preparing right out of high school and even just more than that, it was preparing my whole life really from the time I was nine years old. But when, when preparation meets opportunity, that, that's when you can have success. But if you never want the opportunity to be there and you not be ready. And that happens a lot to people. So, so I was just, I was, I did the right thing and was blessed. Wow. That's an amazing story. I mean, really it is, but you're right. If you're not ready for that opportunity, you got to prepare for it. And when it comes, you got to step up to the plate and, you know, take care of it. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. You put in the hard work and you've, you know, done some amazing things man i mean it's just absolutely amazing uh what you've done to be honest with you yeah that's wow that's phenomenal man i, I love that that's a great story so let's talk a little bit about this new record label you're on i just read you're on toby keith's uh, i love this name show dog uh nashville mm -hmm. is, is that right that's i love that name uh it's so awesome <laughs> I love well, I'm, getting, I'm getting used to it you know i'm getting used to the name um but i can tell you toby is is uh is uh, is a man i mean just really good good guy and uh, you know I, I respect him a lot and it's 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 really you know a very i guess cowboy cool way the way it came about of us being able to to, to do this together uh, we're both managed by the same guy uh, tk kimbrell in nashville and and Toby and I did some shows together and unbeknownst to me, um, our manager had played Toby some of the new things that I've been writing. And Toby was, was like, Hey, you think Clay would, would be interested in, you know, partnering with the label and, and doing this. And so I asked TK, I said, you, do you, you feel like that y'all both feel like these songs are, are, are right in there. He said, well, we, we wouldn't even have the conversation if we didn't. He said, but we love the song. Toby loves the song. And so, you know, Toby, Toby put the money up to, uh, to promote the songs. And that's, uh, it's not a small, uh, it's not, a, that's not insignificant. So we, we, 
you know, great promotion staff. They've already had the infrastructure and have had it for a while. And some of the, some of the promotion team I knew and had worked with, you know, on, on songs and had big hits with them. And so it just seemed very, very natural. And it's super exciting to see us on the radio right now and, you know, hope the song is a big old hit. It, it appears that it, that it has a, it has, it has the makings of it. So, uh, the more people drink, the more, the higher the song goes, you know, in the chart. It's called We All Need a Bar. So, um, but it, in short, it's really good to have an opportunity with, uh, with another, you know, country singer that, that gets it and, and, and also respects, you know, my body of work that I've done as I, as I do his. And and it's 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 kind of neat to see the good guys win. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. That is so awesome. Yeah, I mean, who's not a Toby Keith fan? Hello, hello here. Like, yeah, his mix of uh, you know humor with just great music, great voice, great song, great every. I mean, it's just like just unbelievable and you know to hear that he's just such a fantastic guy like on top of that in real life and i mean that's right that's the whole package that's that's amazing that's amazing well you definitely deserve it i mean holy cow like uh, i mean if this song is his first song is just any indication of what's coming next it's like jesus i can't wait to hear a whole album of this that's the truth well, I, and i hope i hope so there there's there's a couple of 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 songs that are that are in in this uh will be on this album that i i'm i'm just so excited you know to get to get them out there there's a just just some really neat things and i and i can't say you know enough i, I don't want to embarrass toby you know in any way <laughs> but uh i can't say enough good things about him and we we've never uh been extremely close you know we we've always respected each other and and singers aren't around each other uh, too often. Most people have a perception that all singers know all singers. And, and it's, <laughs> it's just, you just, you know, you, you, we're always going in different directions. It's like throw a bunch of marbles on the floor and that's what singers are doing. They're never up next to each other. <laughs> we, we got to, in the times that we have hung out and, uh, and drank beer together, you know, and listened to music and sang songs we have, we have sat up with guitars and just sang all night long, you know, until, until, we, no. could, until we were completely hoarse. And, uh, and, and so I, I guess what I'm trying to signal is that um, it, it's personal too. And, and I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunity. That's awesome. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. What, what, just what an amazing opportunity, especially right now. Um, you know, I, you said uh, at the beginning of the podcast, you were talking about some, um, live shows that you have lined up for, I guess, starting in February. Cause yeah, I looked at your website. I saw that you had some shows planned for 2021, which, which seems to be what most people are planning for right at that time. I think you might actually be safe and maybe a couple of those early ones may, but I, but I think that's around the time when, you know, we got to get back to it. So I'm excited that you'll be able to maybe get this and some other songs right in your back catalog and get back out in front of people and start playing is, have you talked to, you know, the label about, are they going to be part of that too, about getting out and performing live as well? Or. Yeah. You know, most of the, of the labels uh, these days are, are involved, you know, with, with artists, you know, 
in their live shows, uh, participating, you know, in the in the income, you know, but as but as well at contributing and uh, and promoting. So, you know, it, it's in everybody's best interest for us to be doing live shows. It's it's the, the heart and soul of the business. Uh, people want to know, hey, can you can you sing those songs? You know, besides just doing your <laughs> studio, can, yeah. can you come sing? And I feel like uh, that. Uh, working on your, your craft, working on singing. Like I, I work on singing all the time. You know, it's not a, it's not just a given that you're going to be able to go out there and, and sing uh, every night, night after night, uh, up, up to the level that you, that you people expect. So you've got to, you got to work on it. And to me, I, I work on it, you know, every day I'm working on singing. So it, it's uh, I, it, of course that even drives me to want to be out there more. And I hope, I hope you're right. I hope that, that we do end up doing shows in, in 2021. It'd be heartbreaking uh, if we didn't, but I'm going to, I'm going to stay positive and, and believe that, that we're going to be doing it. You know, Austin is a great, great spot for us to, you know, all over Texas. I love Austin. And, uh, you know, I appreciate the opportunity to get on here with you today. And, and obviously, you know, your, your podcast is doing great and, I'm glad you're yeah. giving me a chance to be on. I noticed that you uh, that you have had uh, Chris Harrison on, and he and I play in a golf tournament uh, together out at uh, Pebble Beach called the AT&T uh, Golf Tournament. And he's he's really a good guy, so it's kind of good to be in that company. And uh, wow, on the Patrick Scott Armstrong, Francis <laughs> Scott Key. <laughs> you know, did the, uh, whoa, whoa, that's the, not. Not even close. That guy's somebody special. I am not right. Like, uh, no, that's amazing. Yeah. Chris is uh Chris was amazing guy. I didn't even know he was from Texas at all. And any of that, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. So you, you mentioned about a golf tournament. Um, I actually saw you did a golf tournament for your own charity. Is that, is that part of that for your own charity band, uh, against MS, right? Is that what it's called? I love that. Uh, charity by the way we and thank you for the for the plug there um we we do a golf tournament out at pebble beach and it's called the clay walker charity classic every year and it does benefit our our charity a band against ms Uh, and and thank you for that and and and, you know we do have some slots open so if anybody wants to play in in our golf tournament uh reach out to pebble beach and ask about the clay walker charity classic and Come sign up, and um, believe it or not, the majority of our of our, uh, of our participants are from Texas. Crazy, but, uh, oh, but really? really, yeah. Wow. I guess it's because you know the tournament is towards the end of June, first of July, and uh, it's a little cooler out there than it is in Texas. So a lot of my buddies from Texas come on out there and enjoy the weather. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, great point. It's uh, July. Yeah, July is just the worst. Well, I don't know. August might be worse. I, I don't know. They're, they're both just horrendous months uh, for heat, for sure. Well, that's amazing. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I was really, um, you know, love, love seeing when somebody starts something, right, that's a, a non-charity. But I also saw that you were diagnosed yourself in 96, so that, I'm assuming that's the whole reason of getting this going. And the name is so clever as well. I, and, and this sounds... It, it took me a few minutes to get, get to catch that band against 
like I didn't even it didn't even hit me till if, oh band the band a music band I was like <laughs> so stupid but yeah it's a great uh, <laughs> you're not stupid it's, it's, <laughs> I was like it, it's a mouthful first of all you know it's a, it's a lot to <laughs> no, not but, at all uh, and yeah I was diagnosed with the MS in uh, 1996 just a just a couple of years after my career got off the ground and uh, and you know I've, I've been been one of the lucky ones uh you know i know a lot of a lot of people uh say oh it's not lucky you're blessed and they, you know i believe that too sure but i've had it now 20 what is it 24 years and i noticed my first symptoms on april fool's day uh of, of 96 i was in calgary alberta and we had we had sold out the saddle dome there and uh, just you know the early symptoms were pretty pretty horrific but i made i made a i made a recovery from that and then i then i went through uh what you know where what had been damaged i could feel different muscles atrophy some you know a little bit a little bit of debility and you know it was believed that you couldn't couldn't get better after you'd had MS, you know, you were just at whatever plateau that is and you just hopefully stay there as long as you can. Yeah. But I, I, uh, a friend of mine told me about this, uh, stem cell therapy, you know, that's kind of, uh, and I'm going to get this wrong, but it's like a mesenchymal. that might not even be the right word, but I, I did it. And they take your own stem cells, your stem cells and, and, and take the best ones and, put them back into your body. And, and right now, I mean, I, I can run like the wind, you know, I mean, like, <laughs> like whatever, whatever the debilitation was, you know, is, is now gone, you know, and I don't, it's not a cure for MS, but it, it certainly shocked me that, you know, I can run up and down stairs and do things. And I, you know, I feel like I'm 20 years old again, and that's a, that's a plus. So I, and then last year I went through an attack of, uh, of MS and I haven't had an attack in, in, you know, 20 years. And so that was a shocker for me and my wife. And, uh, you know, we have, we have four kids and, and, uh, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. I, I couldn't, I couldn't feel anything. Uh, from my uh, from my chest down, you know, I just uh, I mean, I just lost all feeling, and that lasted for several months. So that was a really uh, really dark time, you know, very stressful for for her as well, and and uh, and a lot of prayer, you know. I mean, we were we were praying really hard, and and I believe in that. And then I I I, I came through that with the help of my my doctors in Houston. I I'd gone through a lot of treatment. And, uh, you know, we, we weren't real public about that. I mean, this, this is the first time I've actually ever mentioned it, you know, on an interview. But, but then right after that, uh, I started fi figuring out that I probably needed to get on something that would help me prevent attacks. And so I went back to Houston last week and started this new therapy that every six months, you know, you take it and it's, a, it's an IV. It's called Ogrevis. And I started that and, and we'll see how that goes. But, but I'm, 
you know, every day for somebody with MS is, is, is an unknown. And, and, you know, I don't, I don't wake up in fear every day. Yeah. You know, I, I wake up and pray every day and then say, look, I'll deal with what's, what's going to come down the pipe. And, you know, and I hope somebody up there is listening. hundred hundred percent. Wow. That's where the charity comes from. You know, that's where band against MS come from. It comes from. And, you know, our goal is to stamp out MS to, to eradicate it. You know, there's, uh, I have no other goal than that with the charity. And I mean, not, not one of more importance, excuse me, uh, plenty of other goals with the charity, but not any more than stamping out uh, this disease. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's so powerful. Um, you know, it's very inspirational to, to go through that and, you know, come out and, you know, that sounds unbelievable. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm really glad you were able to still continue to do music and get that care. And yeah, that's, and that's great that you're, you know, putting the word out yeah, there and trying to help other people, man. It's just so amazing. Well, it's important in, in my opinion, it's really, really important for people to take advantage of the strides that have been made, you know, through the years. And by the way, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a spokesperson or tied in any way to either of the brands that I just mentioned to you. Um, they're just, I just know that people out there starve for, for real information. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of BS to wade through to get to the truth. And, and I've done it. And, you know, that's why I'm cautious about whatever I say to people because I know they they're they're hanging on every word, wanting to to know. But that's my story right there. And yeah. you know, I'm, you know, people have done really well on this on this Ocrevus thing. You know, I researched that, and I don't want to take any medication. But you know, when you go through an attack, you're like, uh, well, maybe <laughs> maybe yeah. I love to do this, and and it's worth it. So I'm, that's where I am. But but for the record. You know, I recovered 100% from the attack that I had. And uh, my wife and I decided to uh, to have another child. And we have another boy coming uh, January 13th. And uh, he'll be a Houstonian. So we're, we're, that's awesome. We're glad. We're happy. That's awesome, man. Wow, that's amazing. Wow, congratulations. That's going to be what a wonderful present for 2021, right? 2021 <laughs> is going to be the year, okay? <laughs> Right. Yeah. That's good. That's good. For, we're just going to forget 2020 ever happened. I'm going to put it in the history books. I'm going to look back on it. In fact, if you were born during 2020, sorry, it's just like you're not even going to exist. <laughs> you know, you're done for. But yeah, I love that, man. Wow. That's so awesome. Uh, congratulations to your wife. And, uh, you know, she's doing all the work. Let's be honest. Right. She's she's doing all the work here. That's what my wife would say. That's she's <laughs> Yeah, She's that, doing all, that, the all the way through this COVID stuff, um, you know, I, I've obviously been home and, yeah. and not traveling. You know, I, having MS, you know, I have what would be called a comorbidity. So we're, we're extremely safe. And with her being pregnant, we're even sure. safer. And uh, it's, uh, we have not had a fight. You know, if you can imagine that, I mean, it's like, like, what is, you know, we, sometimes we have little, little arguments, you know, here and there, but not, not during COVID. And I don't, I don't even know why, but I'm just, I'm just going, yeah, this is great. But she's a (laughs) a great, she's a great mate. 
and and having having that man i i, I tell you I, I i wish it for everybody you know that they that they have a, a good relationship it's we're, we're in we're in tough times but i i think honestly i want to believe i want to believe that we're we're through the worst of it and and um you know hang in there guys hang in there and love love the one you're with you know love the yeah good advice love, love each other and be, and be kind i mean it's that's that's the best that's the, the best medicine you can you can take is it be kind to each other i agree man i couldn't, couldn't agree with that more look i think people are gonna want to know the secret clay what are you doing with your wife? You're not having an argument. This is great. This is you should do a whole podcast uh, about that. Uh, just you know, the secret to getting along with your wife. Clay Walker's got it here, right here. Uh, that's awesome. Make love, not war. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Look, my my wife's Spanish, so I I know that. I'm all about that. So you know, Latin, the Latins. We're we're about el pasión. You have no idea. Um, well, Clay, look, I know you don't have much time, man, but I was wondering, I mean, you have the guitar here. I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but, you know, many people have played some songs on here. Would you mind playing a song for us, for the for our listeners? What do you think? Well, I've been holding the guitar as a crutch, you know, sitting here. So I, don't <laughs> I love it. Um, Something about the way she's wearing the dress a little tighter. Something about the way she's staring. She's looking, start a fire. Something about the way she's dancing and drinking chill patrol. If she's lonely now. She won't be lonely long. Heaven help the fool who did her wrong. It's too late, too bad, she's too far gone. He should have thought of that before he left her on If she's lonely now, she won't be alone. Something about the way she's blushing You can tell she isn't sure Let you know she's up to something She's never done before Tonight she wants a whole stranger But not the one at home if she's lonely now, she won't be lonely long. Heaven help the fool who did her wrong. It's too late, too bad, it's too far gone. He should have thought of that before he left her all alone. If she's lonely now, she won't be lonely.
Wow. Clay, I mean, my goodness. This thing. I, mean, I need a job. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's listening. You're gonna get rediscovered. That's what's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna come in and go, you know what, Clay? I think you got I think you got something. I think we could do something. <laughs> what an amazing song, Clay. Wow, your fans just just must be so happy with this man this is just so amazing man i, I can't uh you know i wish you the best with all this moving forward and definitely uh for you and your fellow musicians right that you guys can get out get back in front of the fans because i know they're dying for it just as much as you guys are uh for sure you know so man we need we need things like sixth street we need all those great bars those those traditions you know all the, the, the classic bars down there and then you got you know, South by Southwest and all the great events that happen in Austin. You know, I'm Texas, U.S. I mean, I know people all over are feeling it. And uh, hopefully the spring will, you know, will make everybody uh, uh, feel good and get back out and start doing shows. That's my that's my hope for us. I agree. That's a great, great hope there. Uh, well, Clay. You're, you're awesome. I got to tell you, your, your, your interview style is, is great and it's just feels like a good conversation. Well, I appreciate that, Clay, man. I, I try really hard to just have a, like if we were sitting down having a meal or having a beer and just, you know, chatting about things. Uh, that, that's a, that's one of the best conversations out because I'm generally curious. I'm generally interested. So, no, man, I really appreciate you taking the time and, and coming on. Our listeners are going to be really happy with this episode, man. And that performance was was amazing. Um, so, look, Clay, why don't you tell people how they can stay connected with you online? where they can find you, that that sort of thing, um, your social media stuff. Well, you know, I, I actually really enjoy um, the social media aspect of, of our careers. I, I remember, you know, back when I started, you know, we had a, a website and once a month, you know, the artist would do a letter, a fan club letter, you know, that people could, could go on the website and read just one letter, right? Yeah. And uh, so, you know, and I always would be like, how do we reach them? How do we get to them? You know, how do we, I want to engage the fans. And you know, when social media started, you, you couldn't have found a, a happier artist than, than I had been. And and, uh, and I, I'm across all of those platforms. You know, I really love using YouTube. You know, we have a YouTube channel which has a lot of content and, uh, and it's really fun posting that content, making that content. And, uh, and, and, you know, I would say that I, I probably communicate mostly through Instagram, you know, with, with folks, but I also do Twitter and, and, uh, and, and the other ones as well. It's just, you know, I, I haven't, I haven't done TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Me neither. I, I can't figure it out. You know, there's too many. <laughs> but I do really enjoy that 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 instant, you know, um, that instant communication. And I cook a lot. You know, if you go on my Instagram, you'll see that. You know, I do a lot of a lot of grilling, and you know, I've I've learned. I mean, just recently, you're always learning. You know this. Sure. I mean, if you're going to be if you're going to be good at something, you you have to continually learn. And yep. and uh, I can say that that uh, most of the steaks that I've cooked in my life um, wouldn't even compare to what I know how to do now. And that's knowing 
knowing when that steak is, is, it's not just by feel. I didn't realize, but if you're looking at your steaks on the grill, you want to move all of your coals. You want to burn your wood down to coals, move it all over to one side of the grill where you can drag your steak back and forth across as much as you need to. When you start seeing moisture on the outside of that steak, you're cooking the moisture out of the steak and it's going to be dry. So you could actually cook a steak, which I never would. And I, I would, by the way, I would never do this in my house. So if you ever come to my house, you're not getting a well done steak. But I will, <laughs> Thank you. I will, yeah, Thank but you. I will tell you that you can cook a well done steak and it'd be juicy, juicy, juicy. You just got to know how to pull it back away from that fire and put it back when it needs to pull it back. But that has been so interesting to me is, is, is learning that, that particular piece. People come to my house now, they eat my steaks. They're like, I've never had a better steak. <laughs> that's awesome. That's Do you rest your steaks? Cause that's the key to a good steak is resting it. I, I, re I rest them about seven minutes. Yeah, perfect. Like, and, and three, perfect. Seven minutes. I don't, I'm the one that cooks them. And then the other rule is I put them on your plate. This time to eat. <laughs> Is that a control freak? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, so, I love it. So here's the deal. You understand That's when hilarious. you cook a steak, the moisture starts cooking to the top of the steak and to the bottom. It's, the moisture is trying to squeeze out of it. That's right. right. That's exactly so right. Hold in there. So when you rest them, that moisture starts going back to the center, to the center of the steak. If you yeah, cut your steak exactly. too small, all your juice will not be done. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, you and I could talk Thank all day. No, are you kidding? I'm loving that you're saying this. Yes, tell the people, please. I always talk food on here. I'm always telling people this kind of stuff. This advice is absolutely gotta, right. Here's my fish recipe, guys. Girls, listen to this one. Preheat your oven to 425 degrees. Set it on 17 minutes. Get your favorite fish, salmon, halibut, red snapper is my favorite, if you can get it. Love red snapper. These are fillets, by the way. I'm talking about fillets. Put them on a sheet. Season them up with a little Tony's and a little salt. Put it on, put it in the oven, and do not let it go to 17 and a half minutes. That 17 is the number on 425. You take that fish out. It'll be the juiciest, greatest piece of fish you've ever eaten. There it is. It's simple, easy. Bam. The best cooking is simple and easy. That's that's what happens. You get that this is what happens when you, be, you first start cooking, everything is very simple and you just whatever. Then as you start learning, you just start getting all kinds of crazy ingredients and throwing everything in. And as you progress more and more, you start taking them away pulling them away and you realize what exactly you really need to, to get to the finish line. You know what I mean? And, and that's what it comes down to. Simple, great, starts with great product, right? A good steak. I'm sorry, but you, you got to start with a good steak, right? That's where it starts. It really does it itself. It's just, it's like a little baby, just sort of, I'm going to baby you. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to, and then you're going to be perfect for us. You know, we're going to let you rest, take a little nap. And then when you're out of the nap, we're going to eat you. Right, that, that's that, that's really it, and all proteins are really like that. Uh, fish especially is about the second uh, of cooking it, uh, for sure. It's the worst kind of protein to cook. It can be uh, for, for that reason. You can just immediately screw it up uh, so quick. I love, I love it. 
you, you get, you're nailing everything. And, and, and you got my mouth watering. I'm sorry, going, I'm going out to the grill. But here's something. You can buy at Kroger. You can buy pork tenderloin, two of them in the same package for about eight bucks. That's a okay. Sale. That's great. Check this out. One of two ways. Heat your pit to uh, 300 or put your oven on 300, but pit's better. Get a piece of tinfoil out. Fresh rosemary and thyme. I grow it. I just have it growing in a pot outside, you know. Throw the pork tenderloin on the pit. Just brown it a minute. Seriously, it's it's it ta- it'll take you three minutes. That's all. Just get it, get some grill marks on it. Just put salt on it and pepper. Nothing else. Salt and pepper. Yes. Nothing else. Yes. Salt, and pepper. No, no garlic. No nothing. Just salt and pepper. Put it in the foil. Throw the rosemary. First of all, take the rosemary and thyme and lay it in there as much as you want. And just lay the pork tenderloin right on top of the rosemary and thyme. Cover the foil up. Put it in the oven. I mean, put put it in the oven or put it on the grill. 345 minutes. Pull it off. You have never had anything better in your life. And the juice, you let that one rest. Let it rest. And just let it rest for about 10 minutes. Uncover it. You will have the best, the best sauce just the juice that's in oh, there man. and the best temperature like eight eight dollars making me hungry you're making me hungry clay you're like <laughs> legitimately uh making me hungry here yeah which is why the sear is so yeah you know why Hank was so famous right Oh man, I love it. That that is awesome. That is just so awesome. Yes, which is again, which is why you sear, folks. You sear to keep it in. Okay, that that is another reason why you get that good sear. Uh, wow, Clay, this is amazing, man. Um, wow, I can't wait for us to maybe have a meal one day, man. That's what we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to figure that out when all this stuff calms down. That's what we're gonna have to do. And then I'll bring my yes, guitar. Sir. I'll bring my guitar and play the worst songs you've ever heard in your life. That's what'll happen. <laughs> Let's just cook. Yeah, let's just cook. I promise. That's what you'll say to me, Patrick. Let's just cook. Let- <laughs> I, bet, I, bet you, I bet you can play. I bet you can play. No, look, no, no. Have me on today, and, and and please invite me back because this has been too fun. I really enjoyed hanging with you today, and uh, we 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 have to do it again. And next time we'll just talk more about food. <laughs> Absolutely, that's what we're gonna do. Absolutely, that that's exactly it. Yeah, man. Thank you so much, Clay. Again, this was just such an amazing conversation. I really enjoy this. Our listeners are gonna be so stoked. Your fans are too. So again, man, thank you so much for your time. My best to you and your family and everybody. Just you know, be safe out there. And uh, if there's anything else you know that we can do for you, please let us know. Um, but uh, yeah, my best to you the rest of the day here. Likewise. And what what is your wife's name? Vanessa. Vanessa. Mm-hmm. Vanessa. Yeah, Vanessa. With one S. They only use one S in Spain. Yes, that, that's, that, that's beautiful. And I learned a phrase, I guess, that I, I, I really like, and, and you may know what it means, but it says, Siento en mi corazón que te quiero. So you can I feel in my heart that I love you. That's what that means. Yeah, tell her I said that. Yeah, so Clay told me to tell you this. <laughs> and see, see, how, see how the rest of COVID goes if you say that. But you, obviously, you're getting along pretty good. 
keep talking about her so, so nicely. I'm glad to hear it. Oh, I love her to we'll, death. We'll she's, she's everything. Man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you so much, Clay. Well, I'll let you get going, man. I've got to get going, too. we both got stuff to do. We're busy people here. So, all right, brother. Enjoy the weekend. My best to you and your family, brother. The Lone Star Play podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for stores, butchers, restaurants, farmers markets, and more who are using fresh, artisanal, organic sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, go to thelonestarplay.com. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Until next time. <laughs>